I felt like I didn't fit in all the time <laughs> for for and it was it, that sounds really cool sometimes but it's that was actually very not cool <laughs> it was like no what why is it that like i'm always overthinking things in my head hey there welcome to another episode of carve your own fucking path the one and only podcast made to inspire you to create a life and business on your own terms You'll hear candid interviews with people who have boldly decided to blaze their own trail and the occasional solo show with me, your host. I'm Willa McDonough, on-camera coach, storyteller, and remote video producer. Five years ago, I moved from my home base of San Francisco to the coast of Portugal, taking a big leap into the unknown. Some called it courageous, I called it carving my own fucking path. Today I live in Lisbon and run a business that elevates your online presence, helping you show up confidently on camera to create videos that showcase your brand and personality so you can get more visibility and attract clients by being yourself, doing what you love. If you're just starting out in business or you've been doing it for a while, you're sure to pick up tidbits of actionable advice and hopefully feel inspired by stories from people who have chosen the unconventional and sometimes messy path. And if you've been waiting for a sign to start carving your own fucking path, this is it. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Carve Your Own Fucking Path. I've got Eric Wen on the podcast today. Super excited to chat Hello. with you. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's great seeing you again. You too. You have, I would say, one of the coolest jobs ever that you've created for yourself. <laughs> you are a personality expert, let's say, using the Myers-Briggs system. And you analyze all kinds of people, celebrities, entrepreneurs, lawyers, couples, yourself, I'm sure your family members, and you do this on YouTube. And you have a yeah. really big following on YouTube, which is a, just such an accomplishment in itself for you know sticking to, to that, creating content consistently and bringing a lot of value to people. So thank you for being here. Of course. Can't wait to dive in and learn more about your story because I don't know much about you and your personality, let's say, but I've, I've seen many of your videos where you're analyzing celebrities, which I find so interesting because these are people we know, we feel like are familiar and you just, you kind of, you go through all of these, you know, different elements and you kind of put them into a, Okay, this is this is who they really are. <laughs> yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so basically my specialty is I love teaching people about their personality patterns. I think there's just so much connection and uh, that can be unlocked if we know ourselves better and we know we understand a little bit more in depth how other people see things and approach things differently you know a lot of times there's a little bit of walking around life and being like is there something wrong with me or why do i feel like i don't quite fit in or yeah why why am i just why are other people seeing things differently and that can cause a lot of angst or confusion or miscommunication that sort of thing and so my goal with my youtube channel is basically taking fun, popular celebrities that we all know, analyzing them and then using them though as an example or using those analysis videos to teach people about themselves and teach people about their own natural preferences and unique ways of seeing things and um, right. giving people some cool examples and stuff. 
Love it. Yeah. You said something that I actually hear from a lot of guests on this show is that they felt early on in their lives that they didn't fit in or that something they were a little bit different. So mm-hmm. I would love to know about you. And is this, <laughs> so let's go way back. Was there a moment in time, A, that maybe you didn't feel like this, you know, I want to carve my own fucking path. And if there was a moment, could you explain that? Hmm. I think, so one thing for me that comes to mind is honestly, I felt like I didn't fit in all the time <laughs> for, for, and it was, it, that sounds really cool sometimes, but it's, that was actually very not cool. <laughs> it was like, no, what, why is it that like, I'm always overthinking things in my head. I'm always like, everyone else is like, Hey, let's go hang out. And then I go, and then I feel like I'm like just floating off over analyzing things in my head and not being able to be very present in the moment or overthinking social interactions and that sort of thing. And so it wasn't actually until Put myself out there i made some better friends and and tried some some new things that i realized that hmm, how do i say this that basically i felt a little bit more self-acceptance and comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. and what was cool what was sort of a fun plot twist was that i realized that the overthinking and analysis that had always made me feel really <laughs> like a curse basically that I really wish I could stop or turn down. It turns out that that was sort of a superpower in a different context. And so it's sort of funny thinking about how now my job is basically analyzing and, you know, trying to figure out people and that sort of thing. The thing that before had been felt sort of like a curse, like, why can't I just stop doing this? Now it's uh, something that I can uh, use to help other people. Um, Wow. That is, yeah, there was... that is so, so interesting and inspiring as an overthinker myself and analyzing all the time about people and this. And, and so just to even know that that was also, it can be, su- it can be a curse for sure. Because yeah, again, it's yeah, like, yeah. why can't I just turn the volume down on that? But also, mm-hmm. yeah, that you've completely transformed it into something that's a entertaining, highly educational and really bringing get a lot of clarity for people about themselves yeah i think a lot of times we we don't realize there are certain strengths or superpowers that we have that are just so natural and automatic for us that we don't even realize that it's unique or different from other people and um also all these superpowers always have two sides of the coin so it's it's those two things at the same time that are sort of I think personality type is really, really helpful for unpacking. So for instance, I actually didn't even know that I analyzed a lot really until other people told me (laughs) I used to, when I first started my YouTube channel, everyone was like, I like the way you think about things, or I like the way your Eric Wen specialty is, is really, I mean, I just like asking questions and thinking about things. And then I would suddenly get all these messages from all uh, different people. Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, 60 years old. And I, I don't, the way that you think about things is really unique. And I was like, really? So it's, so one, I think personality type is really cool for holding that mirror up to us and giving us words to describe things that we totally take for granted. And then two, it's what I said earlier, is that once I 
I, I just had never thought about analysis or questioning things and thinking, you know, thinking intensely about things as a strength. And so I had always been like, I'm an overthinker. I'm stuck in my head. I'm, you know, that sort of thing. So to give myself a more personality type stuff really helped me look at myself differently, understand myself differently, have better self-acceptance. And that was, that was a huge unlock for me personally that I hope the videos can help other people with. Definitely. But I mean, overthinking, who says that it's overthinking? Why can't it just be? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, that was a huge shift for me. And so when you said, oh, when you were younger, did you feel like you were (laughs) whatever, didn't fit in? And I was like, no, I pretty much didn't feel like, (laughs) I felt like there there was something, I I was really um, felt a little stuck or down about myself for probably, you know, most you know into the early 20s so it was actually a long time okay thanks for sharing that yeah yeah of course i think i think there's a lot of people who have that experience definitely and also i think because you have such a i mean it's it's a it's a it's a highly operating superpower let's say something Mm -hmm. that is in your personality right Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you identify it within your personality, which I would love you to also dive into like what your personality type is and just even explain a bit. Sure. Maybe some people listening don't know what Myers-Briggs even is. I'm familiar with it, taken the test many times. Yeah. Um, and I love that you're like, I don't need any of these tests. I can just speak to people and ask a few questions <laughs> and that's it. So, okay, that is a superpower. <laughs> it's not quite like that, but yes, I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, so what, what was the specific question again? Well, first of all, I was wondering about, so the overthinking, let's say analytical, these, these qualities that you have innately, you know, and I also can identify with this too, this over analytical, it's like, it's hard to turn it, turn it off. So within your personality, how does that show up or what is that underneath? Let's say, where would you categorize? Yeah. So so Myers-Briggs, the framework, it really likes talking about people's natural preferences and mental wiring. It's not really about, do you always have your bed made in the morning? And do you always, you know, hate schedules and are always late? You know, it's not, it's actually tries to go one level deeper and goes, how do you like seeing things? How do you like approaching things? What type of way of looking at things and approaching things gives you energy and it's just super easy and fun for you uh, versus other ones that are a little more tiring. So my personality type in the Myers-Briggs framework is an INTP. And one of the strengths for an INTP, uh, if you go a little deeper and a little more of the advanced version, is something called introverted thinking. And so what introverted thinking likes doing is basically constantly likes checking in with itself Mm -hmm. to think about what makes sense to me, what actually seems reasonable to me. And if it doesn't know why, It likes to hair split and question things and sort of think about all the exceptions and then tries to pick things apart until I can build my own personal logical understanding of what's going on. So basically, it's a lot of just why, 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 but why, you know, it's it's a lot of that. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so the thing is, is like for me, that's just fun. I like figuring things out for myself. And so um, 
yeah with the when it comes to analyzing other people or learning about other people really it's basically just trying to figure out uh, for, for the longest time my entire life i've always been that type of person that looks at other people and is like why are they doing that what what's behind that what they're doing it doesn't really make sense to me why are they doing that and it was just a little bit oh that's interesting that's different from me hmm. you know it's a lot of that type of thinking okay um, and so it's sort of fun to get to that that gets to be my job now <laughs> yeah like i said the coolest job in the world and, <laughs> and and i know a lot of the work that you really enjoy doing is working with couples let's say yeah. you know in relationships in romantic relationships business partnerships things like that where you really want to strengthen their connection in their relationship by saying this is why you know this person is this way and this is why you know their perce perception of the world is so differently and it's like as humans we come in with we come in with the personality right is this your belief system yeah we have we have certain preferences basically that affect okay. a lot of of what we do the way i like using it thinking about it is like this analogy of like a guitar or an instrument the four the four six strings are always the same but like so in that sense we do have a sort of a some baked in wiring or preferences but as we get older the way that we play that instrument could could vary differently you know the way that every single person plays that instrument could vary differently and so it's not saying that you are stuck the same forever mm -hmm. definitely not but but there are some base wiring stuff in my opinion that do stay really consistent okay so yeah. your environment let's say do you know stats on this what kind of contributes to shifting personality even overthinking i've heard is is a, a trauma response like it's it's a built-in yeah mechanism you know to kind of protect yourself so that's what i i know it's, it's probably hard to answer but this stuff fascinates yeah yeah i think i don't know those types of stats off the top of my head but i do know that basically what Myers breaks is it the things that it talks about they are things that tend to stay pretty similar over time it's not the the preferences that it talks about are pretty fundamental stuff and that being said i think it is really important to talk about how it's not trying to talk about everything it's not uh you might have that base wiring those four strings of the instrument but on top of that you've got your upbringing you've got your values you've got your career you've got your trauma <laughs> you've got your culture you've got uh, your age those types of things change how you play the instrument a lot and so you line up a thousand ENFPs in a room, they will all have very unique experiences and a lot of variety. Even if, if you go a little deeper, you will say, oh, okay, everyone's super different. But at the same time, they also do have some of these similarities that are really interesting to, to pick out and identify. Okay. So I'm an ENFP, which you know, Yes. and that <laughs> would be so crazy to be in a room, I think with all the same personality type. And, yeah. and I've had the experience at, at work once we took a test and we kind of were put in our little groups, you over there, you over there. And, and I remember thinking, yeah, these are all my friends with the same personality <laughs> yeah, type. Yeah, it yeah. made sense. So would you, you think that in general, we would get along? 
Uh, no, not necessarily. <laughs> the, uh, but you would find some similarities. So I'll, I'll just a short version. Um, so again, as I said, you line up a whole 100 ENFPs, they would all feel very different. But in terms of some similarities, they would all feel like it's really exciting and energizing to look at the outside world and just think about possibilities. What ifs, what could be sort of connecting things, brainstorming, oh, I learned this over here. What if this is connected to this, 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 that type of exploring, mental type of exploring or brainstorming tends to be something that's really fun and just automatic for ENFP personality types. Okay. And then also underneath that with ENFPs, you're also going to get this thing where they like to check in with what feels right to them what feels authentic to them and in line with their own individual personal values. Like what represents me is what I'm doing now. Does that really represent me and who I am and what I authentically, you know, stand for and that type of thing, that type of checking in is really natural for them. So as you can see, that's sort of those two, that's sort of like a, at a wiring level, but how that expresses itself, what feels authentic to one ENFP right. is going to look super different from one, another ENFP. Right. Okay. Yeah. So going back to what you mentioned earlier, one of the things that I love helping people with is taking, finding people that care about each other and love each other, usually in a relationship or a, you know, something like that. Um, and usually a lot of the people that we interact with, they're, uh, they're sort of like, I love my wife, but we are exact opposites. I, you know, my husband and I, we are so different and I just, we keep missing each other. I really care about, you know, like I, but we just, there's certain things that we just miss each other a lot over. And um, so what's fun is I give these sort of interactive workshops where I sit with one cup, one person, and I analyze them, get to know them a little better and double check and verify their personality. And then I do the same with the other one. And then we have a workshop where it's together and um, trying to go, okay, so you're this person, this is, these are some areas where you guys probably cross over and they're like, yeah, we do cross over with that. And that's really fun for us. That's how we met. You know, that's what we love doing. And then it's like, yeah. And then also <laughs> there's this other category where you might just frustrate each other or tire each other out by accident. And so giving people more words and language to describe, they're not trying to piss you off. They're not trying, they're not trying to it's not directed towards you maybe in the way that you might think but here's a different way to see it and usually the people at the end of the workshops are like oh my gosh that was fun <laughs> that was interactive that was so accurate and uh, i feel really seen and i feel like i now get get my partner a little way better like, I, I didn't know that they looked at things that I, I thought they would look at things like I do. And so it's sort of, that's, that's really rewarding and fun for us. That sounds really fun to be in your shoes <laughs> and, and being able yeah. to do that. And, and really, again, I love what you said about being seen because that's ultimately what, what we want as human beings, right? That's all we want. hundred percent. To be yeah. seen and yeah. to be able to say, this is potentially again your preference and there's no need to explain it it's just a preference so even just yeah, explaining personality like that is really interesting yeah it's that's what's fun about that's the reason why the workshops are usually fun because it's not saying this is what's wrong with you or mm -hmm. this is some 
deep thing that you need to really fix. It's, it's more going, no, I just on a zoomed out perspective, you might like looking at things like this and that's not good or bad, but in this context, it's probably really exciting. And in this context, you might throw some people off or you might, it might be tiring for some other people who don't do the same exact thing that you do. Um, right. So giving people words for that is usually a, a really powerful thing. And what's cool about the personality type stuff, in my opinion, is it's stuff that can really impact people for be really transformative, basically, like the things that they learn, they can take away with for them with <laughs> for the whole rest of their relationship or the the insights can really affect people in a really meaningful way. So it's, mm -hmm. it's fun getting to nerd out and do that. Definitely. Have you had people come back to you and say, you saved our marriage, you saved our, saved our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Usually, you know, it, it, it takes more than one conversation to, to do that type of thing. Um, yeah. But usually they do say, though, that what we talked about did is stuff that they're going to remember and it's really useful. And they were, they ended up having more conversations afterwards about, oh, wow. Okay. So he mentioned you do that thing. Is that true? Do you really do that? And so it's, it, it opens up some really meaningful discussion and stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And what about emotional stuff? Is that also kind of meshed in with personality? Mm, I think, I mean, we all have emotions. So that's just depending on how much we, we check in with that. I'm not sure if I understand the exact question, but. Me neither. Um, I was just thinking of like, if this, you know, is it a personality type to be, let's say more sensitive, more, um, yeah, sensitive or the overanalyzing, more, you know, I don't know, things like that, that are just wiring we all yeah we all have an emotional side and an emotional side we all this is something that a nuance that a lot of people don't understand if you just take the online tests but actually we all have a feeling side and a thinking side we all sometimes in life have to make decisions in a more emotional values driven social relationships focused way and another in other contexts we have to be really pragmatic and detached and more logical and so giving people, we all have both. And so giving people words to understand where does my emotion, what context does my emotional side pop out? What context does my thinking side pop out? Or my thinking side is really, really strong to the extent where I sort of push down my feelings and, and, and not, I'm a little clumsy with them or vice versa. That's usually more the angle that I like to explore. It's not really, it's just more like, where does your introverted side pop out? Where does your extroverted side pop out? Where does your feeling side pop out? Where does your thinking side pop out? Because okay. we all we all do all of them. Right. Yes. And yeah. where, whenever you're analyzing a celebrity, let's say Taylor Swift or Timothy Chalamet, which was a really good one. How do you, first of all, select what celebrity you, you analyze and like what what is interesting about them that makes you want to do that research? I mean, these are long videos that are quite in depth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, my main passion with the channel isn't to show how, you know, isn't to be the best analysis person, even though I do try to be really thorough and careful with my work. My mm -hmm. passion is teaching people about themselves 
and how they can connect better with others and empathize better with others. And so in order to do that, they're actually, I basically try to pick people that are very popular <laughs> um, and that, that people like, because that increases the chances that people will relate to that celebrity. Oh my gosh, I love Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh, I love Timothy Chalamet. Um, so I try to find people that mm -hmm. people relate to. And then that sort of um, is how the selection pops out. Um, but yeah, the in order to make the videos, it's usually at this point, the process is like a really long research process. They're basically like research videos. So it's wow. Uh, before, I think I used to do like one or two hours of research, but now it's gone to the point where it's more like six to eight hours, of, <laughs> maybe more hours of research, like really trying to make sure I double check that the personality patterns are really consistent, like seeing them in different contexts, seeing them when they're young, seeing them when they're old, seeing them with their friends, seeing them, you know, and trying to make sure that what I teach about is actually checked. Because uh, at least for me, that's really important. Definitely. And when you say yeah. research, like, are you just looking at video content? Are you? Yeah, it's, it's video, it's reading about them okay. and stuff like that. It's funny, by the end of the research process, I do feel like I, <laughs> I get to know the celebrities a lot more than I was expecting. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, they did this and this was their first job and this, they did this. Their <laughs> it's like <laughs> way more information than I, I was like looking for. That's not, yeah, but yeah, it's sort of fun. That, oh, that is really funny. I mean, yeah, because you're just deep diving. It's like, yeah, watch movies or any with any actor, I always feel like I kind of know this person now, or there's a yeah something there, a connection. So when you're actually diving deep into their real lives, yeah, you know, it's cool. You can, they play. Yeah, you can start seeing patterns in terms of oh, they tell this story a lot. That was really impactful Ooh, yeah. one for them, or this is their sort of like answer that they just give that <laughs> to give a quick answer you know right. you sort of start learning people's <laughs> uh, patterns and stuff so it's, it's fun but ultimately yeah as i said before the goal is just yeah. i think it's so powerful when we can we can better understand ourselves mm -hmm. so what would be some of the benefits for people like the a have never had their personality test done and i know there's different kinds let's say but you know i've done the myers Briggs yeah. that with many different questions even that yeah there's many versions but what would be you say you know the ultimate goal the outcome of that is it just again to feel like okay I'm not such a mystery I'm not I think the bet so there's there's a couple levels to it so the first level is basically self-discovery and self-acceptance once we have better words to describe who we are, sometimes that, that can help us know how we fit in with the world, that can help us reframe things that we maybe beat ourselves up about, be a little more neutral about certain things. And that's huge, even just at that level, that's really, really huge. That also can help with people figuring out, knowing themselves in terms of career path or like, am I being a weirdo for just wanting to do my own thing or not liking structure very much and, you know, going over here? Oh, wait a second. I'm actually someone that likes, that gets energy from that. So it's not, even though it's not like those over there, 
it's okay for me to do my own thing. So that that's that's one angle for it. It's really cool. But the other one is so that's self acceptance is a huge core human need. I think the second human core human need though is we also like connecting with other people and feeling seen and understood and connected with other people. And so helping give people words for other people, I think is also really powerful and is actually one of my favorite. Uh, as much as I like the self-discovery part, I actually think that the connecting with other people is even more powerful because the best comments that for me are the ones where it's like, for the longest time, I've always butted heads with my brother or my father because they're this personality type. But then I watched your video and actually now it makes me see that their perspective is actually sort of valid and I can sort of empathize with it and understand it a little bit more. So thank you so much. That video really helped. That Those types of comments really just mean a lot to me. And that's what I like doing is helping people. I think sometimes we can have a little bit of this me versus them or me versus the world type of thing. And so when you start being able to understand and appreciate other people a little better, um, that can help us, at least for me, feel more curious about other people and put myself out there and just be more connected as opposed to being like, oh, yeah, why is everyone being so weird? So. Yeah. <laughs> you your moments, but but ultimately, yeah, yeah, realize that yeah. we're all we're all put here with our own set of preferences, and yeah. a lot of time we have right. no idea why. That's yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Does does Myers Briggs or this like this personality testing does it explain anything like that, or does it just say this is the way you are instead of a little like going a bit deeper, like the intuitive thinking or the some of these more deeper levels that you were explaining earlier, does it, does it kind of tap into the potential reasoning for it or how it could even be used beneficially? Hmm, that's a big question. <laughs> I mean, on a, on a simple level, it's just Myers-Briggs likes talking about people's natural preferences. I've said that a lot, but it's okay. not this magical yeah. thing that comes out of nowhere. It's, it's literally yeah. just putting words to identify certain natural preferences that we have. Mm. And mm -hmm. just, just by the, the reason I really like the framework is it's just, there's a lot of accuracy and nuance with it that I haven't seen with other frameworks okay and it's just so good at being consistent with itself and also just being like there's a logic in the framework that's really really cool and it's it basically based a lot in terms of this is your natural preference this is your favorite so because that's your favorite the opposite way of doing things is a little tiring and yeah it just explains what what types of things are energizing for you or not, but with not out of nowhere, like it, it act, the more you learn the framework, the more it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's really cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting though, because there's, and this is not really my specialty, but there are other types of, you know, neuro research, you know, brain scans and all that type of stuff. And it's funny because they out oh, there, I, I noticed like little overlap, <laughs> you know, um, they're okay. like this type of this part of the brain is really good for doing this, 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 this. And I was like, 
that's interesting because uh, from the personality perspective, we have a word for that. And so it's sort of fun seeing some of the, the crossover hmm. of, I, I have a feeling like in, you know, with more research and studying, it's, there's going to be more and more overlap between those. Okay. Things. Interesting. But, so we have um, the scientific brain scans you're talking about and the personality so people can be, yeah, you I guess can, like bridging the crossover. two. crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really cool. But I do I will yeah, it's And it's, how does AI play in? Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're gonna open up a whole other <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, I, I, uh, I'm joking, let's not go I, there. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that's an exciting bubble too. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. The but yeah, I don't know what other questions came to mind. Well, I was I was wondering about you again, like as this oh, yeah, yeah. highly, you know, just again, <laughs> just too, so tuned in. How does this affect your relationships? That's interesting. I think that I've always been doing personality analysis, even when it wasn't really a thing. So I've just always been that person that's like, really trying to figure other people out and and doing it uh, just passively in the background. So I think that's just the way that my brain works. I also, something I like teaching people about is we all do a form of personality analysis all the time. We all work with people. We all need to be able to quickly figure out what is this person about? Where are they coming from? How are they seeing things? You know, what Oh, I sort of made them feel bad, blah, 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 blah. So we're all doing personality analysis all the time. It's just what's cool about the framework is it can give you words to be able to quickly, more quickly and more accurately understand and, and identify certain things. I think actually now I have learned to not personality analyze as much because it... <laughs> I, I, I sort of yeah. have realized that it's it's nice when I can just appreciate getting to know someone and hearing about their story and experiences, blah, 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 instead of just right. like anal like trying to figure out what their personality type is. So I actually, to be more present and just appreciate the person in front of me, I actually practice mm-hmm. turning that side of my brain off. But yeah, no, I think I do have a natural tendency to just <laughs> try to right. figure people out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Uh, a lot, I, this personality analysis and teaching stuff is in, in a way it's like the perfect job for me because I just feel like it's, it's very in line with things that I've done my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sounds like it. Yeah. And that, that yeah. is the greatest gift also is to be able to then, you know, live this daily, and you have a business partner. Yeah. Right? So Z. the two of you, yeah. tag team, tell me about yeah. that. Like, how did you guys connect? And what, what's the <sighs> Basically, we just started out by, you know, learning, a, just swapping <laughs> insights and research about personality type stuff. We met through the channel and we oh. were just like, Okay. Yeah. She's like, I'm taking this class over here. And have you noticed this? And I'm like, I actually have. And we started swapping information and talking a lot. And then 
fast forward a, a couple of years and now she is like we work together all the time she's basically the only person i would trust to be really accurate and thorough she's taught me so much mm. and cool. so we but the way that we've both learned a lot especially over the past couple of years is we literally I'm, I'm not exaggerating. We literally talk about personality type stuff every single day for hours. So, so it really, I mean, you can imagine that's wow. going to make your <laughs> awareness of certain patterns go up like a lot. And so it's really fun. Definitely. And, um, and, and whenever, okay. So you guys, you do a lot of work together mm -hmm. as coaches, let's say, I don't even know if that's the right word. Yeah. But you, you yeah. know, you work with individuals, couples, you do that, that tag team. Mm -hmm. process right and it, yeah mm -hmm. and, and it's fun because we we usually have like a we sort of like balance each other out in a lot like i'm more introverted she's more extroverted i'm more of a thinker she's more of, you know we actually have a lot of complimentary things so it's sort of fun like when i'm needing to process and just sit back and analyze she's able to throw out some questions and mm -hmm. vice versa so, yeah. okay yeah that that's that's a good example of really working with someone that that has different strengths instead of yeah. the same. And I think, I know growing up, I, I have a sister not that much younger than me and I'm, we were, we are so different and that would drive me crazy. You know, why can't you be the same? But again, it's, it's really like learning that that can be a benefit. Yes. Just to have yeah. Oh, actually. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up is, you know, a lot of people ask questions like, what personality types should I be in a relationship with? Or which personality <laughs> types do I love and which ones do I hate? And I'm like, no, that's not the way to be using personality type stuff. Mm -hmm. If you really get to know the, the framework and each of the personality types, you'll realize that every single personality type combination is really, really unique and special. Ooh. There's really, really like amazing synergy and also ways that you can drive each other crazy with mm -hmm. every single combination and so learning how to mm -hmm. explore that and stuff there's no best most there's certain co combinations that yeah it might take some extra work to mm -hmm. bridge the gap okay. but every personality type can can connect with each other deeply and have really amazing synergy or or <laughs> not so great <laughs> synergy yeah what was what was the drive behind being on YouTube? I mean, it's such a specific choice to put yourself out there visually to the world. Yeah. And I know you're an INTJ, INTP. INTP, yes. So introvert, yes. intuitive, thinker, thinking and perceiver. Perceiving, which basically means simple version is I get energy from sort of going inward. I like thinking about patterns, connections a lot, very naturally. I like to approach things in a more detached, unemotional type of way. And I'm a little bit more on the flexible, spontaneous side for people who aren't familiar with the letters and stuff. YouTube. The short backstory is that I used I used to be on the pre-med path. I, oh. I thought I was going to be a, a doctor. <laughs> so Carved and, your own um, path on the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, but I've always loved making videos. Okay. And so I, but it just didn't seem real, 
holistic or like I didn't when I went to college I didn't know what a videographer was I didn't know that there was mm -hmm. a job for making videos that wasn't making movies mm -hmm. so I was like yeah I'm not gonna yeah I can't do that I'm sure your parents too they're like no 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 yeah <laughs> you're, you're gonna stay on that path pre-med path <laughs> no actually they were pretty good about it but yeah I, there was definitely some expectation and so um but the more I went down that path it just I was like started to feel a lot of dissonance with that and the i'll keep the story short but basically <laughs> when i i jumped off the pre-med path okay. to pursue the dream of making videos for for money okay. so i started my own videography business and i just hustled really hard and really tried super hard to make that happen and within a year actually I was able to do that. Oh. And so that was a very, yeah, that was very surprising to me too. And so I did that and I started making, you know, commercial, I tried every single type of making videos out there. Mm -hmm. And, but on the side, I started feeling like, you know, making videos for other people is not quite the same as what I had hoped making videos is. Um, you can, there's not a lot of creativity. There's a lot of, it has to be this way. And so on the side, I started dabbling with making some videos on YouTube. Okay. And so that's sort of where that started. I, and I went in completely blind, didn't know anything about it. It was basically mostly just my friends watching at first, but slowly I started building a little tiny community there. And I, people from all around the world started connecting with the videos. And that was so weird to me. Like that was so bizarre to me, the idea that other people around the world would watch the videos. And back then this, this was a little bit, you know, before everyone had Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff. So it was, yeah, it was just really crazy to me. And so fast forward a little bit after that, I was starting to feel a little burnt out on the videography thing. And I was like, it doesn't make any sense to do YouTube because right now I'm getting like 300 views total. <laughs> you know, that's not the type of thing that, or 300 views a day or something. I don't know, something like that. 30 and, views and a day. I don't know, something like that. Was your content around personality though? No, no, no. Oh, okay, totally different content. Yeah, it was about something else. Okay. And so I think it was like 30 views a day. And um, it's not bad. I was like, this doesn't make sense to do full time. But I'm like, but what if? <laughs> like, that would be so cool. <laughs> um, if I could, you know, that really is my dream being able to share something I'm, I can have more creative control, I can express things that I'm passionate about. And I get to reach and impact people all over the place. I love making videos. And so what if that was possible? And so I decided to give it a shot while doing vide uh, videography. And then fast forward, I don't know, however many years later, now that's my job. <laughs> so wow. it ended up working out. But uh, yeah, so I, I really am passionate about people being willing to like thinking through if what they're doing is something that they're actually happy about and they actually see a future with.
-hmm. And sometimes I feel like there's that scary point where it's like, but it's so not realistic or it's so, you know, that sort of thing. And, but from what I've seen in my own personal journey, it's like things can change really fast. And Mm -hmm. usually those jumps are, are really, really make a big difference. I, yeah, I'm just so happy about, about those jumps. That's, that's incredible because it is one of these things that it feel, of course we see the success, we see it. That's why it's even something we would consider. And you don't have to be anyone famous. That's the point is you create that for yourself. And so not say it's about fame, but visibility, recognition and that kind of thing. So the, so what you're, what I'm, what I hear you saying, I think is like, think completely outside the box as in the what ifs the non-realistic what we think is possible because of course yeah so you're basically saying anything is possible and take the yeah, leap I, because it i change. guess it yeah i mean a different way to look at it is it's really important to work on something where you're you actually see a future with it or that and it, to do work that it no no, even even disconnected from your work it's really important to be excited about your future (laughs) so when when i was trying there was a period of time when i was on the the pre-med path or i was on the videography path and i there was about six to nine months where i just spent the whole time basically trying to trick myself into thinking that actually no the doctor the doctor thing makes sense. No, actually, videography makes sense. I could, you know, get into build an ad agency, or I could do that. And I'll be so cool, because we'll make this money and it'll scale and blah, blah. That's so practical. That's so great. And I just tried to trick myself into thinking, yeah, I, I am excited about this. This, But what the reality of that was, was I felt like I was fighting myself, like, mm-hmm. every single day, I felt like it was, I was not motivated to get out of bed. I was really felt like I was going through mud and it was this is very very difficult and then there with both of those switches there was a point where I basically had to go you know fighting myself like this it doesn't quite work Mm -hmm. what if I just let myself dream a little bit like just let my like let's let me just give myself permission to consider that what if. Mm-hmm. And what was crazy is every single time I did that, it was like a switch went off. And it was like, oh my gosh, that would be so cool and so exciting. And suddenly I felt myself like feeling all this energy to like, that is a long shot, but I am so excited to make that happen. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's like just seeing my motivation before when I was trying to trick myself into being excited about something versus my motivation after when I was doing more of a long shot, but working on something, I was like, I actually am excited about the direction that this is going. Mm -hmm. There's a huge difference. And I think that's something that people Yeah. It's, it's just really worth it. in a lot of times to give yourself permission to dream Mm -hmm. and be excited about your future. Right. You know, that might not look like quitting your job or, you know, Mm -hmm. needing to switch and change everything up in the next month, but again, like just allowing yourself to consider the 
a possibility. Mm -hmm. So even, so let's say someone doesn't even know what that dream is. They're at a crossroads. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what excites me anymore. Or, you know, let's say you're stuck in the mud so much that the dream isn't even, it's like blurry. Is there any sort of tips on how to dream, how to get to that place where even imagining something can excite you? Well, you have to try a lot of things. There, there's doing. a combination of, of, of two things. So you have to try a lot of things. And then from trying, you have to be able to identify what you like and not don't like about each of the things. And so usually it doesn't work if you're miss you're missing one of those two, right? You try a bunch of things and you didn't learn from it. <laughs> you don't learn from it. That's you're missing a lot. But for me, at least whenever I would try something, I would go, you know, like, for instance, with the doctor thing, what parts of being the doctor path do I like? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Let's get more, super yeah. in depth with that. What parts of the videography thing do I like? What types of what do I like about this, these types of videos that I'm making with my channel versus, you know, and then labeling it so that later I started being able to have clarity about, oh, the reason I love this so much is because it has all these little ingredients that I've always known that I love. Mm -hmm. um, so okay. yep. um, you have to put yourself out there to experiment a little bit, um, but then also learn about yourself the whole entire time. And to be clear, actually from pre-med path to now, there were probably about five or six major jumps oh, to get okay. to where I'm at now. So it's not usually just one jump that you have to make. Mm -hmm. um, it's right. usually, yeah, like my pre-med path, videography, but then YouTube, but then my YouTube channel used to be about something else. And then mm -hmm. I had to switch from that. <laughs> I had to, and now I'm doing personality stuff, but now I have to learn how to be better at like business stuff. So that, that's, that's new, you know, right. so there's always new jumps. Mm -hmm. um, always new jumps exactly yeah and that's the thing it's like you know you you, you I, and I don't know if you feel this way but I know American culture can be very much one path you got to stick to that even the word career path has always bothered right. me because it feels like okay. it's a one-way highway and you better stay on there and not take any of these diversions and explore different things possibly. So yeah, I'm just curious if, I don't even know what my question was now. <laughs> I forget. I guess, I mean, I think it makes sense that it, it of course you have to explore a little bit to, to figure mm -hmm. out, right. About, learn about yourself. And, and um, that, that's not even in just the work context. That's it's, in relationships. That's you right. have to meet, make friends. You have to yeah. put yourself out there. You have to explore your hobbies and stuff like that. So yeah, you have to bounce against the outside world to, to learn about yourself. And so mm -hmm. being willing to do that, I think just helps everyone grow. And what's cool about the personality type stuff is I think it can accelerate some of that. I think it really can mm. help right with it not saying everyone has to learn the personality type stuff super in depth but it is cool to to be able to identify some of these patterns so mm -hmm. that you can understand how what 
is your personality type wiring? And then how does your personality type grow? Mm -hmm. um, so for instance, for me as an INTP, the way that my personality type grows and becomes more balanced is totally different from you, <laughs> Willow, as an ENFP. Okay. Um, See, that would be the fascinating part of it also yeah. is we, we, growth is something thrown around, you know, I want to grow, I want to learn, but what is, yeah, what is growth defined for, what does um, growth mean for each yeah. person? So that would be really interesting to know. And I'll, I mean, I'm going to link all your stuff because I think that you offer, you have many mm. offerings and many uh, video content that is, is very helpful and insightful, but you, the, the individual work that you do and with couples, I think is, is definitely some of your, that's the part that, that you like the most. Yeah. And I know that that's your favorite part too. I've asked you that before. And so <laughs> yeah, knowing that that's your favorite part, I think oh. that's always good to know because then you, you yeah. kind of like, okay, this is like your, your sweet spot and what, what yeah. makes you feel alive. And, and that's, I guess, another thing too, is learning more about our personality. We can see these are the things that ignite us, that excite us, that inspire us essentially. Right. Without yeah. having to go. Being able to have words for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's so many things that we do that are shoulder shrugs to us that are just so normal to us, but we don't realize that other people don't do that. Right. And so it's like, yeah. sometimes we try to put ourselves into boxes that don't quite make sense for us. Mm -hmm. And so um, yes. figuring out that right fit for us takes time. And obviously <laughs> learning about your personality preferences can really be a fun part of that journey. Definitely. Yes. Okay. A couple yeah. more questions. What are yeah. you most proud of up until this point? Oh, wow. I think doing the, the, the YouTube, I mean, thing, I think that's been, I am really proud of myself for that. Cause I, when I was in the, the college angst and pre-med path and all that sort of stuff, I didn't really have a business background at all. No, none of my family members really had that business sense. And I didn't really know, you know, what that path ahead was. And so it really was a little bit of a figuring it out and carving my own little thing and taking some leaps of faith and, and believing in myself. And so, and also YouTube is a lot of work. Like it's way harder than I, I think most people understand. So, um, oh no, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Pretty, it's the YouTube, it's the YouTube channel for sure. Good. Yeah, you have to be proud of that because, like, like you said, it's that it's that drive, it's that consistency, the quality of your your work. I mean, the the passion that you put into these videos is is really is really cool to watch, and it just shows that. It, it is possible and it ain't going to be easy, but it's going to be no. worth it. Yeah, I think so. Thank you. And God, Thank you. And what is, what's the biggest thing that you're looking forward to right now? Well, I'm really, I mean, I am working together with Z, my colleague more and more, and we're actually starting a second channel where we teach together and we go more nerdy about certain things okay. so <laughs> that's something i'm very excited about <laughs> if, 
Very yeah. cool. Anyways, I just, I genuinely just love doing the personality type stuff so much, and so it's cool getting to explore these these new outlets and and yeah, doing these workshops with people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How do you have time to do those workshops? You're creating videos all the time. Uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you make it work. I try to make it work. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here and sharing yeah. your story also, because I was yeah really just, you're a fascinating person. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think if people just are willing to put themselves out there, learn about themselves, there's a lot of opportunities and possibilities out there. Okay. And so it's good to go out, think outside the box about what could be. And even if you don't know exactly what that's going to be or look like or whatever, um, again, yeah, just giving yourself permission to, and think about what if I was doing something that was a really awesome fit for me, like yeah. what I actually like doing. I think people don't let themselves think about that sometimes. And so that's, no, it's um, so true. And that's the yeah. thing. The permission is huge. And I think at the end of the day, we all are looking for that. Mm -hmm. in, in yeah. big ways or small ways. And I just think that this is such a, this is a, the, a, a gateway for that. Yeah, for sure. Totally. hundred percent. So, so yeah. Give Eric for, a call. Thanks for bringing. <laughs> yeah. If you have, if you would like a, so one, if you're able to check out my, if you're interested in checking out the YouTube channel, that's probably the best way to see what I do and what I like working on. But if you are interested in having a teaching session or learning session, either with yourself or with your team at work or with you and your partner to better understand each other, learn how you can work better together with other people. That's what I specialize in. And I, I really love doing it. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put the link yeah. for, for your website and your YouTube in the show notes. And thanks again yeah, for thank being you here. so much. Super fun to Thank chat. So and I can't wait to do a personality workshop with you. Yeah, of course. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Yay. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a big difference for visibility and even better. Share this episode with a friend and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode every other Wednesday. If you're interested in working together to elevate your online presence, I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at whereiswillow. I also hang out on LinkedIn, Willow McDonough. Until then, cheers to carving your own fucking path. I love you.